1: to Grim at After Buzz TV. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. We're talking about dying on a prayer.
2: Yeah. Oh. Dying on it.
1: <laughs> um, as usual, my fantastic panel is here. Dylan Chance hey. and yell Teagle. Hi. But I'm so excited, you guys. <laughs> like... I can't contain my incitement that we are joined today <gasps> by Bree Turner, Rosalie herself.
2: Yay! Yay!
1: Bree, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you
2: for having me. Yeah, oh, it's
1: so excited. <laughs> Rosalie has been to gush a little bit, has been one of my favorite characters Thanks. in the show because it, uh, a lot of times, TV shows when they have a, a character come in with like these dark backstories I and mean, yeah. they can be fairly one note they can be tossed aside very mm. easily but you've stuck around and it's been a great journey oh cool and thank you not for
2: noticing yeah. <laughs>
3: he's liked you the whole time <laughs>
2: oh. well they've written it's a very nice character It's the reason why i joined the show i it was such a such a fully formed character in her first episode i was like wow is very cool. Very unusual. Yeah.
1: How, how early on did you know that you were going to be sticking around for the long um, haul?
2: I didn't. You know, it was that season one, I was in, I think, five episodes. And that was sort of a test run. I'm going to be honest. I mean, there was not there was no guarantee of me joining the show full time. Uh, you never know. I mean, I was hired off-site. I'd never met Silas. You know, a lot of that stuff is chemistry. And, and you know, if it's not working, it's not working. But luckily it worked out. And then I really thought I wasn't going to come back because I found out I was pregnant with my second child in the middle of those episodes. So I was like, well, this was fun.
4: Mm. <laughs> I'm
2: obviously done with the show. But they uh, worked through that because they're an amazing group. And, and, and now here I am.
3: That's when you went off with your My family. dying aunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my
2: favorite. Who wasn't at my wedding? Yeah. No. yeah. Obviously, we're not that close. <laughs> that was
5: my favorite
2: way to, like,
5: do, like, we got to deal with some stuff, so we're going to just take care of this, uh, all right? She's well, out. She'll be back.
2: Well, full disclosure, to be totally fair now that we're so far away from it, I ended up having a sudden complication with my pregnancy, and I had to leave, which everything's fine, but uh, I had to leave... About three episodes earlier than I was supposed to leave. So that's why it felt very abrupt. Um. Because they s- had to rewrite that. And I had one day to shoot that whole episode with Angelina. Where this is just insider trivia. I shot all my stuff about almost a month before they shot that episode. So all my coverage is shot with a stand-in, Angelina. Oh. And then they um, almost a month later shot the whole other half of Angelina's coverage with my stand-in, so it was quite a complicated production to get that pulled off, but it was totally seamless. And you know, it was a, I can't believe it happened. I can't believe they pulled it off. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Fun you,
1: fact. you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you know. I mean,
2: you really, you really, you really can't tell at all.
1: It's a credit to just the the, the skill that goes into making a show like oh, this. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: It's pretty top-notch production. What,
1: what has been your favorite part of? This character, like your favorite moment of this character over the seasons.
2: Um. Well, I have a few. I mean, I would say my first episode, episode fifteen in season one, is still one of my favorite scripts and journeys for Rosalie because we meet her and she's guarded and. Um, Nervous and obviously crushed by her brother's murder, and then she finds out. Wait, there's a grim, and then there's a grim who's friends with another Vesson, and what the hell? And like this is all weird. And I'm not. I, I'm leaving. I'm closing up the shop, and I'm going back to Seattle. And then that just—it was such an organic arc that whole episode from meeting her to then sort of the opening of the possibility of staying, and then that sweet ending scene with. Monroe and Rosalie where he brings her flowers after I save his life with a brick Um, (laughs) that it was just such a beautiful little story in its own story you know and so that's still one of my favorites and then um, uh, you know all the domestic stuff last year was a blast to shoot you know it's some sometimes I hear like oh here you were at season one and then here you are being a different person season two but I have to say I think rosalie was searching for a new identity i mean she was a lost soul and she found safety and love in monroe and i think she's able to she was able to able to live the life she always wanted to live and never thought she deserved to live and i think it's totally justifiable that she goes all in domestic with him and and wants this quiet life after her background so a lot of that stuff was really fun i mean the engagement episode was so sweet and and um the wedding episode obviously was incredible, but I have to say there's uh, a few episodes that are coming up um, that we just finished shooting that are, I think my favorite because it is such a departure uh, from what we've seen with Monroe and Rosalie of the circumstances that they're in. And Rosalie gets back to a little bit more of her street self and uh, those skills come in very handy. And Monroe goes back to his more primal side and, and because of, this situation they're in, and and I it was very satisfying three episode arc we just finished. I'm pretty oh. excited. <laughs> <Very> excited. <laughs> oh my gosh. the <laughs>
1: anticipation is building. Uh, <laughs> but let's let's talk about our episode, uh, this episode, because um, you had a nice little storyline in this one. Because yeah. there's all kinds of craziness, and so I like that this we're one's getting wild. Yeah, it's totally yeah. bonkers. I like that we're getting back into the Spice Shop and using like the yes. magic that's there. Yeah, and
2: that mm-hmm. is true. I mean, even though we loved the Monroe's Lee House domestic stuff last season I think Silas and I both feel like it's kind of kind of fun to like get down dirty again like he's he's like he's leaving me he's out with the boys doing his shit and I'm like back at the spy shop <laughs> being brilliant and so it's nice that we're getting back into like old school grim Structure in yeah. these in this season, which is nice. Yeah.
1: The Scooby Gang, hang the Scooby out. Gang <laughs> is coming back. Um, but so uh, far from being saved by a brick, now the <gasps> brick comes through the window. Yes, bearing the uh, wolf songle. Nice. Did I get that right? You
3: did. Yes. <laughs> I try really hard, and I fail a lot of the time. You have to say the hardest words on the show. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. and then just recently, uh, Bitsy had to not. She had this like. 22-letter word she had to say. But then she had to leave the scene. She had to be written out because she needed to be somewhere else in the story suddenly. So then I had to say that <laughs> word and I texted her. I was like, thanks. Yeah. Now I have to say this word because all, all my words are so crazy. I'm pretty
3: sure I know what word that was. I know. I'm trying to find uh, it in my old notes. I even, notes, I I I even can... tweeted at you. I said, say that five times.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, the one from the premiere? Yeah, uh, uh, was it? The, the, premiere? Uh,
3: the name of the spell.
2: <laughs> oh, the... Uh, Gavilton's Gv- village master. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah uh, we had some fun trying to, to <laughs> yeah. say that again. Um, but so the the brick comes through the window, yeah. and it's it's sort of we didn't we weren't sure who these wolf mask guys were last week. We mm-hmm. had all kinds of crazy theories, yeah. but I think we didn't even consider the possibility that it's just a straight up hate crime.
2: Yes, um, yes, which we learn in this episode, and this is starts a trajectory of dark dark days um for the couple this is a group that's been touched upon you know with last season with Monroe's parents you know being such you know starting out such horrible bigots really coming in and just like despicable things they're saying to me because we're an interspecies couple you know and then they get to the other side of that but um uh, you know, that kind of started the, the conversation of this is really looked down upon in the Vessen community. And it's, you know, we're kind of do, like Brave New World. We're like, we're reinventing what Vessen couples look like and we're going to be the face of it. And so we're, we're saying, you know, we're staying strong to that. But there are some very extremist, very, you know, fundamentalist groups of Vessen out there. And, you know, that's who those people are. Are and mm-hmm. then we're going to learn more about them and and this is like kind of a taking time bomb that's going to start to happen.
1: Yeah, and there's I mean there's so many sh- uh, at stake here, like different ways that it could go, especially with a couple. Of children are in play, and you can imagine that it, the 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 uh, the line the parallels between this and gay marriage. is mm-hmm. a major issue today, mm-hmm. and it's a very it's a very st- makes it a strong image, and that's one of the things I like about Grimm. They're not afraid to take those swings, right. and put mm-hmm. it in your face and hold a mirror up to society (laughs) no
2: I think this genre really allows freedom for that without being too heavy handed with it Mm -hmm. you know you just kind of you can really talk about real serious social issues in this in this genre and do it in these you know different kind of ways um yeah I mean I think the biggest thing is will will we be able to survive this um this strife you know this this dividing line that's coming between us is it is it worth it
1: yeah, and I think uh, the different viewpoints that uh, Rosalie Monroe have at this mm-hmm. point because he very much tries to paint it in a positive light. He's like, yeah. "Oh, it's the 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 wolf Songle, It's a uh, positive. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love
2: I love that little exchange. Like, "Oh, there's forestry, you know, teamsters," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> They're not forestry teamsters, whatever." I say, you know, and I I love that little exchange of it's such a clear personality difference between the two. Where he, yeah, he, you know, which I love is you know he's this big scary bad wolf but then he's you know pilates vegan you know (laughs) optimist you know glass half full kind of guy and i'm actually you know way just i think with my background of uh, the you know political uh side of my family and working with the resistance and you know knowing like what's really going on is i'm kind of a you know, more of a wah-wah. <laughs> I, I disagree. I think <laughs> Rosalie, I mean, because she
5: comes from this street, um, mm. you know, she had a little bit of a dark side. She also is political, and she's also incredibly smart. And I think she's just as— She's just a realist. Yeah, but she's just as uh, a well-rounded
2: Oh, as, yeah. As, as Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think Monroe has softened her in mm-hmm. all those ways, which has been, you know, such a nice— nice sort of arc with, with Rosalie and you know I think what's, what's exciting coming up for her and what I wish for Rosalie would be you know playing out more of her activist nature which mm-hmm. I think I don't think she knew she had until Monroe because of what you're saying like yeah. that he's sort of softened the edges on Rosalie and kind of shown her that like you no know, things can be different we, we can do things differently and I think it's it sparked a, 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 the activist side of her which I think is cool to yeah. explore
1: yeah, and one of the things that – one of the moments that I really liked from Rosalie in this episode was when – because we get uh Elizabeth – Coming mm-hmm. back, and she's brewing her potion. And how sexy is out.
2: Louise Lombard? She's just like the coolest, <laughs> yeah, Mama Hex and Beast she's Witch. Oozes
1: power. Yeah, I know. Yeah. She's really sexy nailed power. it. She really nailed it. Um, but that moment where you guys come back in, and it's Adalind, yeah, and it's oh, what do we do? What is? Right. <laughs> what are you doing here? But when your fascination with it, the way you lean in, like oh my god, <laughs> look at this, is something that I think during the domestic parts of last season that we lost that like that scientist angle exactly Like she
2: is a scientist I, it's cool that you notice that i mean i think i always try to look at things that way i always try to remember rosalie is really has become one of the best in her field and she you know i you know she came from a family of apothecaries but i always think that rosalie had the most talent out of anyone in her family but you know the most amount of fear with it too like you know not owning up to your true potential Mm -hmm. kind of stuff and and she's now really in her wheelhouse with confidence and i think like yeah just the the fascination of wow here's a spell i've never seen before and how and and just to understand it in more of a geeky science mind is uh, i always like to kind of remember that in those scenes
1: yeah and then so you guys are this is very much out of your hands at this point other than pulling things off of shelves
2: uh, oh yeah, mixing his potion.
1: Because um, this is some next level stuff. Because when she comes in, like the scare, the Hexen Beast that she transforms into is she so kicks much scared. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh yeah, I thought yeah. I, I love that moment too. Like, okay, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> you, you stay here. <laughs> no, I mean she's on another level. Yeah, you know. And I and I think um, you know as you saw last week, I think I was trying to be steely about it, but definitely nervous. I mean, Hexen Beasts are. You know we're creatures, and, and 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 I'm working in you know this apothecary world of spells, but hex and beasts—they're like magic. I mean, that's the dark arts. That's the dark side of yeah. of of vesson. You know culture and it's like very scary to vessen such as monroe and rosalie and so they don't really know what to expect from her so i think being and you know being in that storage unit the knife you know silas played that scene so well of like nervousness and and yeah i mean she's not like can we trust her i mean she's Mm -hmm. they're not to be trusted hex and beast
1: yeah they're dangerous um much uh like Nick is in a lot of danger in this episode and so we'll we'll get into the golem stuff the golem stuff Thank saying you. it like the pokemon yeah <laughs> um, golem but He's um tiger. I should know that I grew up on that story yeah. anyway um but so when you guys come in and uh, at the end just the detail to tell Nick the news that effectively something is, they're going to need Juliet to give Nick back his powers. Juliet.
2: Man, she is like, got the short end of the stick with this stuff.
5: I like, I just appreciate that it was asked if Nick is supposed to sleep with Elizabeth. Because that was, I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Like, now he has to sleep with Elizabeth as
2: that's how effed oh. everything is so we're just like oh well, this is how it works <laughs> yeah. you guys have to get in bed you know like <laughs> of course uh
1: would she have would he have to get in bed with her as yes. adeline <laughs> or as adeline as juliet so confusing <laughs> oh it's so uh, crazy
2: but it totally works no as
1: adeline so to it get would be in all-
2: bed with all three of them oh uh, see yeah <laughs> That's we're like, the is this such go. a bad deal for Nick? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, right? he's got like, basically a free pass, you know. Yeah. <gasps> That's um,
1: the unlicensed parody version <laughs> of Brim.
2: I'm writing that version. <laughs> Meisner. makes an appearance. Yeah. Meisner suddenly in that scene. <laughs> of course.
1: All right, this got weird, so we're going to move forward. Um, let, let's talk about the the main storyline in this episode for yeah. a little bit. I, I don't know how you guys felt, and like, because... Uh, Brie, you've seen so many different villains over this. This was one of my favorite yeah? monsters, um, partially because uh, Yell and I were talking about this a little bit before because we, we're both Jewish and we. Mm-hmm. So we grew up with this story. It's one of the very few Jewish s- monsters or folklore yeah. mm-hmm. stories. There's not a lot of them, and this is such a classic one because it it's the essentially the influence for. Most a lot of any science fiction robot story Mm -hmm. builds from the golem. Mm -hmm. Uh, Frankenstein Mm -hmm. builds from the golem. Mm -hmm. So to see the the hubris of bringing a creature to life that you cannot control, right? To do one task, but what happens when you lose control of Mm -hmm. that creature is uh, a a great dramatic story. Mm -hmm. And I was just really excited. No, (laughs) Uh,
2: I, I thought it was a really really interesting script and you know and departure from a lot of things that we've done and you know I always like when we kind of go go rogue a little bit like this isn't really a vesen yeah. you know and kind of like um uh, La, La Inora that we did yeah, um, yeah, you yeah. know we've done a few of these where and the
3: volcano and, the, yeah, Volcanus and yeah Volcanus and yeah, Volcanus,
2: yeah, yeah um you know that's that they're they're kind of undefiable creatures and it's And of,
1: uh
3: Krampus Krampus
1: was Krampus a vesen
2: well a but Vesson. but he
3: like switched bodies so he was kind of like a like a weird
2: kind yeah. of legendary, like yeah. Because he wasn't conscious of right, his transformation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he moved around. Yeah, it I mean, I think cultures. it's kind of like the you know the overall theme of you know darkness is lurking yeah. everywhere, yeah. and there's yeah. not yeah. just one shape of it in this world that we live in. Um, but you know, just also you know the religious aspect of this. I you know to to shoot in that beautiful synagogue we have in Northwest Portland, and and just to sort of you know I love about our show is we're constantly bringing in. New cultures each week, you yeah. know, ex- mm-hmm. you know, sort of talking about different people, different cultures, and what what their folklore and beliefs are, and I think that's very cool. It and is it's really just cool. another yeah. kind of way to do it. Um, but yeah, the creature, the fact that the whole—I remember reading it when when Nick has to get aggro at the end yeah. on the kid. <laughs> I'm like, oh. yeah, no, but that, I. But that's also why I like our show so much, is because. You read that, and you're like, oh, that's not very likable. Like Nick, like pushing a kid, you know. But, but, but I feel like you know he's, gotta get, he's yeah, got to get, yeah, he's got to get things done, yeah, you know. And, and that's what is you know fun about. And then he the says, writing.
3: "I'll never yell at a kid." Yeah, i <laughs> never do that again.
5: I mean, then Trouble also pushes the kid. She like shoves him out of the way to distract the golem. Well, well that was more of a no. Get back. Well, because then he's <laughs> like, "You pushed me," and then
3: oh, the guy well, turns. yeah, <laughs>
5: yeah. Trouble, she picks up on things. And I like that this episode we get to see her realize she was like, "Wait, there are things other than Vess right, therapy. right." And and it reminds us because I I kind of forgot, you know, right? I was like, oh wait, we do have other things to yeah. fear.
1: There's a lot of scary yeah. stuff in this world. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Especially in Portland. Portland yes. is
1: terrifying. <laughs> I, I, Do I don't know
3: that. I, yeah, you don't want to go to Portland.
2: There's <laughs> a lot of bad things happening in Portland. <laughs> every scary
3: creature from every fairy tale around <laughs> the world ends up in Portland. So, there's double uh, homicides like every
1: <laughs> week in Portland. <laughs> and we live in Los Angeles uh, and that seems scary. Uh, <laughs> I
2: know. I, Por- I mean, Portland has been like such a beautiful host to us. It's kind of funny that we just like every week are dropping these bombs on the on the city. But... It's just such a great uh, backdrop for these stories we're telling, you know, and there's just so many, so many cool locations to yeah. shoot in that kind of amplify these moments in our shows, make them even creepier.
1: Do you, uh, So is Portland sort of, do you spend, like, I guess most of the year up there? I have you guys are shooting. pretty
2: much relocated there with my family because we shoot 10 months a year. Wow. And, you know, um, yeah, we're like old school, 22 episode style. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's really not much downtime. You know, and, and my days off, you're filled with doing post-production stuff. So um, I, I was commuting the first couple of years, but finally I just made the leap, which I'm super happy about. I mean, it's a great lifestyle up there. It's a beautiful city. Yeah. I love it.
1: And we hope you get to stay up there for a long time. I know. Me him. too. <laughs> I know. Um, but so um, there is, being a family, as we open on our family, this little uh, family that unfortunately is dealing with a very drunk Husband.
2: Oh, right. Yeah. No. See,
1: that was my seamless transition. Oh, uh, yeah. I was the- like, where
2: are we going? <laughs> yes. Got
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, And who the, this guy is, he's apparently, we found out he's a stepdad. Yeah. Not even, like mm-hmm. when he's saying, I want to see his family, I assume he's like a dad who mm-hmm. wants to see his kid, but this is even more out, outrageous that he's like hitting his, his former wife to, it's not even his kid, but even regardless. It's I
2: think that was also kind of like because he's Vesson, mm-hmm. you know, that to kind of justify why, why it, no one, why the kid yeah. isn't, or why it's unknown, you know. Um, so yeah, I don't know why I had to say that. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I guess correct. I, <laughs> no, when, correct. No, that's,
1: that's right. When he goes to a. scare the kid, he transforms. I believe it's a Hayslick. Looks like a troll.
2: Yes.
5: Well, oh you're yeah. You're looking at me like I know this. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Is she? <laughs> no, that might have
4: changed. I, oh yeah. We don't I know. we were trying to
3: get oh, Okay, okay. Yes. Because um, they don't technically say and usually we have enough time to see the Grim Wiki, and they we, tell us all <laughs> the best and there. We get help
1: when it's cuz when they don't say it it's tough to be like that yeah. one's that one and it's only yeah. really two quick shots uh-huh. of uh, when uh, we he get ain't Nate. cute. I mean, by yeah. the end of the day, he's not yeah. cute. Right. <laughs> Regardless of what he is, he's scary. <gasps> yeah, yeah, he's yeah. scary not Meisner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, we got, we got confirmed that Meisner's not vested. <laughs> that doesn't bother you. No, yeah. that doesn't okay. bother me at <laughs> all. It's a good, it's a she good thing. She does not discriminate. Yeah, <laughs> um, But it's at this point, like, they get to run out. They get to safety. And the, when they wind up in the hospital, the, this is when the brother comes in. Right. And decides he needs going to do something about it. And so he conjures. He goes to the temple and conjures a golem. He golem. not
5: conjure. He prays for protection from uh, with the golem.
1: Well, he prays, but he, in effect, he conjures it. Yes.
5: Through prayer. Through prayer. <laughs>
1: Um, and I, I loved the the brothers storyline mm-hmm. in this, like the the rabbi. The rabbi, well, rabbi Ben, he's her brother, not.
2: I know. I'm just clarifying. Sarah's which brother, the, Ben, yeah. the rabbi. The yes, right.
1: Not right. brother Ben. That's totally different.
5: <laughs> um, I think my favorite part is when uh, the little boy calls him Uncle Ben, and I was like, "Rice bowls!"
1: <laughs> oh, rice bowls! I went Spider Man. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. I was like, oh no, Uncle, Uncle Ben! ben. <laughs> um, he's in danger. I, I
2: would have gone rice bowls too. <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry.
1: This table is very divided. <laughs> um,
5: yeah. Um, so.
1: Um, but, so, yeah, it's a great story uh unfortunately, I know that Bree, you have to get out of here oh, no. you have uh, I'm getting the signal oh, no. to uh, <laughs> to let you go because um, I know you have a ton of stuff because the show's going to premiere well, well in our time it's yes. going to premiere in a few hours uh-huh. you at home don't know that because you're watching <laughs> this after it airs um, but the, Brie thank you so much for oh, joining thanks us thanks for having it's me I'm so glad
2: you guys liked the episode tonight oh, we loved it. a cool we love episode and, <laughs> and next week is like it just we're ramping up speed and it's like a train that's left the station and you
3: gotta come back bullet train. and bring Monroe <laughs> and Then we can say Moroseley. It no.
1: just—it's shorter. We only uh, when you tweet, you only have 140 characters. Yeah. Like, when
2: we're on set and we get they're wrangling us to the to the house, like Moroseley's house. I mean, it's totally seeped into every <laughs> department. <Good.
1: laughs> Great. Well, um, th- again, thank you so much for joining us. If uh, the fans want to follow you or keep up with you, where's the best place to yeah, go? Yeah, uh,
2: fans can follow me on Twitter. My handle is at R E A L B R E E T U R N E R. R E A L Brie Turner. Great. All right. Right.
1: Well, Thank you so much again. <laughs> I can't you. say it enough. It's been a <laughs> thank real you blast. It's been fun. All right. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to keep going. Okay, So, so you, do I you, leave? You're, yeah, oh, you're okay.
2: <laughs> Free. You take off. Leave. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm leaving. Goodbye. All right. Thank, thank, thank you.
1: you. <laughs> thank you
5: so <laughs> much. Water in my purse. Okay. So, um I'm going yeah, to take, no, so take this
1: moment. So guys, we're we're going to take this moment to to while they while we leave to talk about iTunes real quick. Um so Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It is because of you guys that we can get amazing guests like Bree into the studio. And one of the best ways that you can help us continue to get those guests because the networks want to know that you guys are enjoying the show, that you're having fun, that you're appreciating the so much fun that we get to have having these guests in the studio. And the best way that you can do that is to go on to iTunes. And we said it, we say it every week. But you guys make this the best fan, and by going onto iTunes, you help raise the water level of the network because you help keep the podcasts visible. You help keep making us the what I hope is your number one grim podcast. Um, and so, and you also when you when you write on iTunes, you get a little shout out on the show. Yay. So I want to thank shout some people. Um, uh, Dan Felix six oh nine says first podcast ever. I stumbled across your show on YouTube and instantly got hooked to the podcast, along uh-huh. with subscribing to AfterBuzz. I never listened to podcasts before the show. All the hosts are great and obviously in love with the show, which makes obviously. the show awesome. Yeah. You guys are one of our hosts, and I'm totally in love with Trouble and her character. I'm on board with yes. Zach and Dylan yes. that she needs to have her own spinoff. Hashtag Trouble in Paradise. Yes! Hashtag <laughs> yeah. Trouble in Paradise. I'm,
5: I just want to clarify. I don't disagree that she needs Trouble in Paradise. I'd oh, no. rather she stays. Yeah. Oh,
1: We're you just, just don't... wanted her to stay on. No, I know. Yeah. I am
5: just I just want this person. What is his name?
1: Uh, Dan. Dan. Dan.
5: Dan. I too like Trouble in Paradise. I don't think
1: we're doubting that. We're just the ones that won't shut up about yeah. it.
5: Well, I won't shut up about Eliza. <laughs> so <wait>. yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, lo and girl, clearly a fan. Yeah, says great job. I mainlined all three seasons of Grimm before Halloween and thought that I would see if there were other Grimm fans like me discussing plot lines and anticipating the show. Lo and behold, I discovered this <laughs> oh, podcast and couldn't lo lo be, and be more behold. excited. I love your banter and Woo's clues <laughs> yeah, really yes. cracks me up. <laughs> Uh, uh, helpful podcast triple B zero seven says great panel like the Buffy at Angel references Yeah. Um, and Inuyasha girl says love the podcast not many podcasts out there on Grimm yet it is one of my favorite shows wish Uh, and then she has she mentioned that we don't go most of the time come out on Sundays unfortunately that's just mo- with rare exceptions like this yeah, we yeah. just have to that's when we can get into the studio right. there's yeah. so many shows here at afterwards because they do over 80 shows a week 300 different shows at a in in total yeah there's only so many times so yeah. many studios basically, one we time. had to do this but thank today you for, for yeah free. but thank you for tuning in yeah. sundays at normally at 5 p.m yeah. um, with that let's get back into this because now let, let's dig deep yeah. into this golem storyline yeah. um i just can't get like the animation. It, even just the simple animation in this episode of the of the golem was amazing it was really yeah. cool um it was seamless it was smooth it was scary mm-hmm. most of all the idea that it engulfs its victims in clay yeah. basically drowning
3: them in clay uh, stuffing them with yeah. clay yeah <laughs> uh, i like, every time they came out they were i the first time he did it they came out and i the guy was just like Ew. yeah the the body was body inflated was, yeah it was gross and i was like what happened and i was like did he like just fill his whole insides with clay? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Disgusting.
1: Out of it's, every orifice, I believe they say. They do yeah.
5: say that. It uh, reminds me of in X-Men 2, the way that um, that Wolverine deals with um, what's her name? Lady Deathstrike. He fills her with adamantium and she sinks.
3: That's what it reminded me of. No, All right. Nobody? All right. Um, no X-Men fans? What the hell? I love that. Movie. We, uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we reference good movies here at Afterbus.
5: Okay, so hey, so that's, was a, that's a great movie. X2 United? <laughs> okay, so wasn't it? Yeah, don't movie, but X2. It's what, X-Men. I love
1: X-Men. Back on topic. Back on topic. <laughs> uh, X-Men. So let let's what I what I love about the um uh, the other stuff about the Golem and the, the way they do it in this episode is they drop in these very real I did a little bit more research on the Golem mm-hmm. and they drop these very real uh References to how he came to find it. Right. Um, uh, Rabbi Judah Lowe, That's the considered the first person to, the first story to really tell about the golem. It mm-hmm. started with him. And the the attic that the it's supposedly in. I saw like pictures of like you can go to this place. Yeah. So I guess a documentary crew could conceivably have gone and found it. Right. So we just need to send a documentary crew over there right now. So. We could be the documentary. I mean, crew. I'm
5: going to make it a, a safe assumption that at least one writer. On the writing team, safe assumption is Jewish, and therefore grew up (laughs) knowing the story. And as we as we've seen, they bring in all these different cultures, and you know, either knew this all this information ahead of time, or did his research when he or or she was like, you know what, I want to tell the story. I want to tell my culture story. Like, let me bring it. So I'm assuming that is why it's such. good and correct information. Also wanna point out that Rabbi Ben uh played a rabbi on weeds. the yeah. actor's played a rabbi <laughs> twice. And I that's remember right. The episode starts and I was like, that's the rabbi. Oh, he's a rabbi again. <laughs> and his Hebrew, not bad. Shout out to that actor. Yeah. Your Hebrew's not bad.
1: <laughs> um and the, he when he tells the story, um he talks about the, it, the the reason the golem existed was originally to protect the Jews from uh, the Roman Emperor mm-hmm. um, during the, those horrible those like horrible times when they were being persecuted yeah. and in the, when you dig into the the stories, um, you get a little bit more of uh, what happened was that basically they they raised the Golem and it gr- keeps growing as it attacks people and it just grows into a monstrous size to where it cannot be controlled anymore mm-hmm. and ends up destroying everything. Um, and that's that's what I was talking about a little bit earlier with the the hubris of, that's tied to the golem story is just don't unleash a force that you can't control. Yeah. Um, and like the the worries about that and the show I thought did a great job with that because all he does is, all he asked for is protection for David. Mm-hmm. Please protect David. That's all he wanted. And he's just he doesn't think it's going to happen. He just is prayer. That's what yeah. a rabbi knows more than anything else. He figures this the slightest
3: thing and then. Of course it goes on a double homicide rampage.
1: Right.
4: Um, I like
3: where they even say like, man, this kid's gonna leave a body trail with a yeah. guardian angel like that. <laughs> Such a good line. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean and the Golem story on is
1: this isn't uh I think Sleepy Hollow did it uh yeah. last season. Mm-hmm. Um the idea of a guardian who's violently going to protect you yeah. is a great story, especially for something like this.
5: Yeah. I mean Golem story isn't uh isn't New. No, I mean, it's, it's... And it's been, in. I want to say, pretty much any uh, series, genre series like this or Sleepy Hollow. Um, and so we last season were even thinking about, wait, have we done this story yet? No, we haven't seen it yet. And I'm really glad that they decided to um, go with it the way they went with it, as opposed to making it a Vesson.
4: Yes. I think it would yeah. have
5: been a completely different story and it would have been... Not only incorrect, but boring, I think.
1: I don't know that it necessarily would have been boring, but this was this was by far more interesting. Yes. Um, because of the idea, as Trouble says, yeah. that this is, the, the, like, there's more than just Vessin. Right. I
3: thought I had yes. a handle on yeah. this. No, I love the more than just Vessin. I say it all the time. I love these, like, extreme creatures that they can't explain at all. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is why I was worried last time with the science stuff. Because if they start trying to explain some things with science, are they gonna try and explain everything with science? Because some things you just can't explain.
4: Right.
3: Um, I think the
1: eyes was a pretty, it was a nice little one yeah, that you could I'm drop. Gonna, I'll let that one slide.
5: I like <laughs> it. I think I think you're right though that like this episode even Hank and Nick are like, how are we gonna explain yeah,
1: this? Yeah. You can't. Yeah, like, That's the best part about it. And <laughs> I, <laughs> try explaining that to the DA. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question.
5: My question is um how uh are they how is it that when this rabbi prays and tries to bring the golem he does it whereas i'm sure other parts of the world well he has the uh he has the st- the stuff
3: he has the leftover the remains right of so so that and he has the specific scroll that right. works
4: all right
3: i Take think sure. of it more as a like he had all the pieces. He to- had all the pieces together, okay. and he did it, and it worked. Right. Everyone else probably tried it with oh this scroll, but that's not the right scroll. Right. They or didn't have the this clay. clay, but it's not okay. the clay. I, I think that was saying. the
1: idea is that that clay was blessed mm-hmm. yeah. at a certain point, enchanted or yeah. enchanted or to like that. create the golem. And
5: thus it ends in Portland.
3: Yes, always. <laughs> We've discussed it. Or, uh, I
1: wonder if they're ever gonna get into why Portland is the hub of all this insanity. Or if it really is
3: everywhere and we just don't know. We just don't know. I'm hoping we see more of these extreme mm-hmm. creatures. Like, you know, like volcanus and stuff yeah. like that. Maybe yeah. since we had Krampus last year, maybe this year we can have like Jack Frost or the Abominable Snowman. Ooh.
1: Ooh, I like Jack Frost as yes. like that would Frost. be really cool. Yeah.
3: Uh I, I don't want them to go
1: too far with these non vessen because they shouldn't yeah, be... very want, rarely. I want them to be, them be like, rare. one a season, at, yeah. at most. Okay. Because they're such... They become less exciting if they're not rare. Mm-hmm. True.
5: I had the greatest idea. If oh. Jack Frosts were, like, a... Like, the Grimm, it's a thing that gets passed on. Uh? Jack Frosts are a thing. Like, Grimm's. Ooh,
1: so there's, like, one only, like, one or two at a time. Yeah. Like, it's just one lineage has basically the frozen power
4: right the frozen, power. frozen <laughs> yes power. yep
1: once upon a time's doing
3: it we got it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> we can do it too
3: we can do it better and, and we'll darker jack
5: frost therefore yeah. we're not stealing the ideas right. yeah yeah
3: done <laughs> boom that's uh, they'll probably since they've probably already written and taped the christmas episodes for this year so next year <laughs> there you
5: go yeah and by then it'll be people like oh yeah frozen was a thing
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um
1: but so uh what i liked in the, the uh The other part of this
3: episode that I really enjoyed was trouble. Mm -hmm. Oh, trouble! Um, Always
1: trouble.
5: She's so good with
3: kids. Like who knew? Who knew that we have another spinoff, Babysitter Trouble. So we could just call it that, Trouble Babysitter Trouble. I was going to say
1: Trouble in Babysitting. That's a good.
5: That's (laughs) bad.
1: Trouble or or Trouble with Babysitting. Trouble with Babysitting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! Uh, There's so many things you could do with the name Trouble.
5: Babysitting Trouble. Is that
3: what I said? (laughs) No. What did I say? I'm Whatever. Sure I
1: Regardless. <laughs> um, I thought it was great that she, she was able to talk to this kid. Here's my wild question, though, with yeah. this kid. Because the, he talks about um, he's he gets scary. Um, he's going to eat me. Could he? I know that Vesson can show themselves. Right. My, my crazy thought was like, wait.
5: This kid's a grim. This kid's
1: a grim. Because they, they talked about how rare are grims. Yeah. They specifically mentioned it in this episode. And then there's a little kid who can see no. at least one vessel. They were they, they were showing. Yeah,
5: twice they showed him.
3: Yeah. And they were doing it to scare him. Yeah. And the dad and his him.
5: uncle. The stepdad and the step uncle both did this to scare this kid.
3: Because imagine if they would have they would have known he was a grim. They would have seen it in his eyes yeah. and they would have been like, ah, we're gonna kill this kid. Right. They were evil.
5: Yes, they would have seen it.
3: Okay. They were they were showing him. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I was just excited that there might be another. Grim. No, she's training. I think Trouble is training a little Van Helsing there. He, uh, yeah, because he he attacked that thing.
5: Well, because the thing was attacking Trouble. Well,
3: yeah, it's cute. Yeah. So cute. Well, I guess but that's. That, I, he's going to grow up to be. I feel like she's training a monster hunter. He's going to grow up to like hunt down monsters. Without being able to it. see them.
5: He's going to go into the army.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe he's much braver. Mm-hmm. Like, he, in his experience, and this is sort of the, the, the again, this, this episode is just really well written. Yeah. Um, because this is what a kid deals with when he's dealing with abuse issues. Mm-hmm. Like, the bad guy wins. That's what
3: he's seen. He's yeah. seen the bad guy come out on top so often that it, that's what has to happen. That just gave me an idea. I'm sorry, Zach. <laughs> uh, was Van Helsing a grim? Uh. I, this is a pretty safe assumption, yeah. I think. <laughs> I, think so. I mean, we know
1: that there are vampire vessels or vampire like vessels. Yeah. So if he was just going around, there's like a he, he, there's like a, a hive of them and he just went around killing them. And and he, was, yeah. he was totally a grim. That's awesome. <laughs> Van <guess>, Grim.
5: <laughs> I think it means we should go rewatch that movie. <laughs> anyway,
1: um, but so uh, basically, at the towards the end of this episode, when they have to confront this kid, like they know they learned they have to threaten him, threaten him. To and Nick is him. forced to be a bad guy for a moment. like not actually; like, he's right. doing it for good reasons, but he has to. And they have to shove a, a scroll with the word with the the name of God written on it.
3: Yeah,
1: um, which, into his mouth. Yeah, a sham that's a, I believe they called it. Uh, just has to. They have to shove it into this clay monster's mouth.
5: So, for those who <laughs> may or may not care, Hashem is is the name of God, but it also translates to the name. So he had to write Hashem, which is the name, which is also the name of God, on the special scroll and put it in.
1: Yeah, and when you're dealing with the the name of God in Hebrew, there's like 18 different yeah versions.
5: Yep, and they're all like. The way people here will write like G dash D. So there are ways in Hebrew to do the same thing. It's just like two letters. Yud yud. Yeah, it's something like longer. It's Hebrew. (laughs) Silly Hebrew.
1: Um, But so they end up like defeating it after basically not by actually using using the the scroll, um, but when it's only when David. Turns on the golem when it pushes trouble out of the way.
5: Well, so first trouble pushes David. So the golem fights. Yes, you're right. You're Nick, right. And
3: well, first
1: he Nick knocks the, yeah. the rabbi down. He nick's
5: a, he, the, nick's he,
1: not a grim anymore. No. He can't do he, jack. Right. Well, so then he
5: doesn't help, have his. Didn't even help trouble. Well, so then um, trouble is like, oh, I got to distract it. So she shows. I love that part. Maybe it's because I you're really love when. People People are mean to kids. She shoves (laughs) the kid. Jesus. No, not Jesus. This is a Jewish term. (laughs) Um, I heard it. I heard it. (laughs) So she shoves the kid. He's like, what? Trouble. And then the golem turns and then Trouble's like, I got this. And then when she's about to be defeated, the kid is like, no.
1: And he begins attacking. And it has nothing to do with the fact that he had the. No. He was just.
5: He didn't have the, the, toy fact, the kid, uh,
1: the toy, the toy rather. Um, the it doesn't humor. matter that he was hitting it with anything at all, but the fact that he was hitting it meant that it wasn't desired, it wasn't wanted, and was so done. the golem had c- wasn't needed anymore. So it's
3: not going to come back though. No, Does not for it out. Not
1: yeah. for David. Okay, they still have the clay and the scroll. Like yeah, they could yeah, yeah. theoretically like go Do to his rabbi and be like, "We need the golem," but they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. um have I it's an interesting, I and mean, we skipped over the quote, um, but yeah. I want to talk about it real quick before we get move past the was that uh, the golem. Also, golems. like
3: maybe a little David and Goliath. It's David versus this giant. Goliath. I know it's Goliath. Stories. I know it's not a golem, but I'm saying like maybe it's a no. It's just a super
5: Jewy name. Uh-uh. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a super
3: David, Okay. Da- what yeah. were
5: they? David, Nathan. Was her name Sarah or Rachel? Rachel.
1: I think it was no Sarah. Sarah. It was what? Sarah Fisher. Yeah. It's a pretty Fisher. Jewish name. They're all
5: super Jewish. I'm pretty
1: sure I know a Sarah Fisher. <laughs>
5: I'm pretty sure I know five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but the quote in this episode, which I also want to talk about briefly, it was, oh, remember that you fashioned me from clay. Will you then bring me down to dust? Ah.
3: Um,
1: which is actually from the book of Job. Job. Okay. Um, from a
5: Christian
1: book. The, the, or no, it's not. It's from... It, it's tied to more modern. Job or Gob? <laughs> Job. Job. Uh, Way to
5: confuse him.
1: I was only confused because uh, <laughs> I'm just getting thrown. Uh, anyway.
5: You are distracted today.
1: I just met <laughs> Brick you guys. I was distracted. Uh, I sat next to her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so uh, I think it's a good quote. It's actually not tied despite it being religious. Mm-hmm. It isn't tied directly to this Religious story. Right. Which I thought was interesting. an interesting choice. I don't know that we've had a Bible quote before.
4: We
5: haven't? I feel like we have.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I give it to one. the
5: fans. Fans. Do we guys. have a Bible quote? Look it up. Look um, we but have Bible so,
1: quotes yeah. but, but moving on from the Golem. Yes. Um, let's talk about trouble opening. She comes clean about... Uh, the crazy FBI agent group oh, kidnapping yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh,
3: she tells Nick finally. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, geez.
1: Which is great. That was exactly the right arc for that. Like, mm-hmm. really quick, ju- like, over just an episode of, like, I sh- was warned this they might harm him. And Nick is in a very vulnerable state right yeah. now where he could easily be killed. Easily. Mm-hmm.
5: So We've seen. Yeah.
1: So, it, it seems reasonable. And then, like, then she knows, I have to tell you, but she, like, tricks them. She,
5: Well, I mean, I think it's really smart of her to the way she did it because she knew that she had to tell them, but she knew that she couldn't do it at home. Maybe it was bugged. So she was clever enough. Trouble is getting – she's getting smarter. Not that she wasn't smart to begin with, but she's getting – Tactical. Yes, more tactical. She's thinking things through. She's not acting on impulse. It was – I loved it.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay. Let's well, let's move forward because we still have two. We, well, you're going to like what we're about to talk about because Bernard okay. comes back.
5: Yeah, <laughs> he's like a head uh, taller than everyone in the precinct. Yeah, I just he really. Hope is. everyone else noticed that.
1: Yeah, and it's a it's a real quick little thing because he basically just comes back and then everyone's like, "Welcome back, welcome back," and then Woo's like. Gotta talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wants he brings up trouble. He yeah. has a very
3: high quality security camera the the picture. the most high quality security camera picture I've ever seen. And I don't <laughs> remember it being that high quality
5: before. It, it was that high quality this all this season. Was it? Yeah. So far since he brought it up, it's been that high quality. The first time we saw it, I could have sworn it was in black and white. It was yeah. in black
3: and white, and I think it was from above, not directly okay uh, Look. Zoom and enhance. Zoom
1: and enhance.
5: <laughs> Add color. <laughs>
1: Add color. Photoshop. Zoom and enhance. It works magic.
5: Then it could have been anyone.
3: Nope.
5: Well, I think I really hope that that is what the argument is—that he had it enhanced, and that then they're like, "Well, then it really isn't it' Because Lana, uh, that, no, that all it's so
3: perfectly clear.
5: Right. But SVU, for those who watch Lana and SVU, they do that all the time. Where if you enhance a photo, they're like, "Well, then it's been it's." It's not the original, and you can't say that that's really them, because you could change all sorts of things. Mm. Maybe it's really
3: But a Wu blonde. will still know. Whatever. And that will cause trouble. <laughs> huh. Trouble? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so basically, uh, Wu wants him to look into, like, why this is there. Yeah. And Renard's in a very tough situation. Right? <laughs> um, which we don't really get to deal with very much in this episode, but mm-hmm. it will definitely come up soon. And I'm really looking forward to what's going to happen to Wu uh when either when the captain probably shirks him off. Yeah.
5: Wait what? Say what you just said. Just like,
1: what, shrugs him shrugs off. Shrugs, what did I say?
5: Not shrug. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I said shirk, didn't I? <laughs> no,
5: nope, you said something else. Alright. Yeah,
1: he said
3: shirk. Okay. I heard that show.
5: Sure. Um so no, I'm really glad that Woo um. <laughs> You, yeah,
3: your mind out of the gutter. Harder. You
5: said, it. "Okay, I'm really glad that Wu isn't letting go. I'm really glad that um, <laughs> we are getting like that. Wu is like, I want to know these things. I'm not crazy. There's uh, this is a very important question. He's not letting go, and he's gonna go after the answer. And I'm really glad because I was expecting this to be dragged out for more, and I'm glad that they're not. So thank you, writers.
1: Yes, um, and we the writers are also potentially." on something i don't know what's going on with Adelind. Oh um, who has one
3: quick scene but a the freakiest scene of a very strange episode this yeah. is the weirdest thing i've ever seen in this show i, I mean agree. it's off the rails yeah. like whenever this started happening i was like where are we what show is this <laughs> but <laughs> i love it it's great because if yeah.
5: you look back at when claire coffee was here she very much was like you go on an adventure of sorts like yeah. some really good stuff is coming and I was like, "Oh, like she's gonna be in this dungeon for a while and like have some sort of discovery." N-
3: nope, nope, no. She goes on an adventure. Yeah, yep, a major well, trip. Last week she ate a brownie. Yeah. If you forgot, yeah. Um, uh, and then now she's, she's
1: seeing bald. faces yeah. in the walls,
5: and they're crying.
1: They're crying but and drowning not, you want her. Want to eat
5: any of those brownies yeah. ever? <laughs> How much of that brownie did she have? Like,
1: uh, she probably ate the whole, the whole thing. thing. She was yeah. hungry. Yeah. Um, she's literally drowning in tears. <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: Uh, um, as like these these things are trying to are like tricking her by saying we know where your I know where your baby is in
5: many languages. Yeah,
1: in every language, and she the one she speaks. She's like yeah. she answers in French, please. Like tell yeah. me, uh, and the dude just disappears. Right. Like our he
3: warned her. He said, "Don't stop. Don't yeah. listen to him."
1: Yep. Um. Here's the question: Is yeah. is he real? Is
3: any if, is any of what's happening to her real? Oh, right. maybe it's some kind of crazy. They they did build that dungeon for Hex and Beast. Yeah, so maybe it's, it's some kind of crazy cursed dungeon. Mm. It's fair to assume that
1: the the faces on the walls aren't real because she ate a brownie and
5: the water. I think it's fair to assume that the water isn't real. Oh good.
1: yeah yeah. And, and basically everything that's going on in this All right, scene. So
5: here's my theory. Um, I stand by what I said that he is um that it's actually Victor pulling a Jafar. Okay. I think that she uh and Jafard Victor go through the wall and he starts taking her and he they're still in the dungeon and part of it and it's, I think that Victor built this maze or crazy area just to give her space. Gave her the brownie which you know, <laughs> she's now tripping and I think she's actually still in like the room next to her cell. I think she's. St- they're all. They're still in the same space. They've always been. She's yeah. just tripping balls.
3: Yeah. I-, I can buy into that. Yeah. Um, you just gave me a thought. Okay. Genie Vessen, like a jinn. Oh. Ooh. You know. Yeah. That would be really cool. Okay, okay. go ahead. Keep going. It- the Jafar <laughs> you thinking- thing yeah, that just threw me. I was like, a jinn.
1: It'd be, be, be fun. Awesome. All right, we're running low on time, guys. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, but
3: I stand
5: by my Jafar statement.
1: That's yeah, fine. I think that. That would be very interesting because uh, Claire Coffee, spoiler alert, um, dropped the hint to us that she is going to be returning to Portland with Victor. Mm-hmm. So maybe she goes back, but not knowing that it's him. Oh. Maybe this is all the brownie and everything else is some way, some sort of enchantment or spell that will help them hone in on wherever Diana is, mm. because she is the mother. So like blood, we know right. in this
3: in this world. In the grim world, Dizing. is very yeah. very important.
5: Yeah, interesting. So many. Oh, and
3: did we talk about how when they were talking about doing the spell to try and reverse Nick's thing, they were like, "Wow, she must have had had to lost her powers and had to go through this process with the baby." And it was just like, "Wow, she would have had to sleep s- with him while pregnant." And it was like, yeah. "There's a spell in her book." That has all of those circumstances <laughs> built up. That's pretty crazy. Um, I don't. I don't know
1: that it was necessarily in the book, as much as like as she as she's looking at what the spell is and like realizing like what it is, yeah. and she just knows this stuff. Yeah, that's true. Like, she's very powerful from experience. Yeah. She's like, well, that wouldn't have worked. Be- oh, unless she was. Oh, but then okay. Like it's like it's yeah. it's a science. It's very much a yeah. science. Like without saying like right. the. the, the oh, our version of science yeah, 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 yeah. prove right, right, right. it. There is a science to it. And she is one of the most accomplished scientists. Mm. Talking oh, about Elizabeth and Adeline yeah. to
3: a certain extent. And, yeah. Did we? Uh, it was awesome when she uh, vogue and like her whole body went crazy. Hex it and beast answers mode. our question
5: yeah. of um, d- does your whole body vogue? Yeah. Um, because we have said that yes for Fuchsbau for sure.
3: Um, <laughs> and now
5: also for. It might just depend beast. on the vessant. I don't think so. I think you you vogue. You're head to toe.
1: There a there different are vessen who keep more human mm-hmm. lower halves um octopus head the well, he cadactus the Esser. Well, he had the
3: pink hands, but that's it. Oh. So it was very it was it's different. It's yeah. a little bit different.
5: Here's why we need him back so that we can see where it vogue. She wants
3: him to vogue shirtless. <laughs> Thank you. There's eight of a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> you just made her <laughs> I'm so writing that. you is going to leave here and just put pen to paper. Yeah. <laughs> um, Get so, ready for fanfic. Um I think that's going to do it, guys, <laughs> uh, for this week uh, at Grimm's after show. Are we doing predictions? Uh, or well, we hadn't seen next week's yeah, previously on because we we, had, we had to record this early, so we only saw a screener copy.
5: I still have predictions. All oh.
1: right, Marissa, do we have time for predictions? Here we
5: go. I just
1: okay. Just yeah, 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 was We've been predicting. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I stand by my statements that he that um, Victor is Jafaring and Jafaring Jafaring and it's a verb. yes, I think that trouble. Um, is going to infiltrate this FBI group to figure out what the deal is. Um, I think Wu will know by the end of, like, by winter finale. He will know what's happening. Um, He will not know about Renard.
3: Oh, interesting. Mm.
5: Thank you for letting me predict. Um,
3: I don't have a prediction, but I got to point out, at the very end of the episode where Julia's thin and they're like, what? They're like me oh yeah did you see in the background trouble is just like not really paying attention just shoving her mouth full of food and I was just like yes I love trouble so much she just like doesn't care no, I miss like, the, and I then was, she like puts food in her mouth and then she just turns and kind of like looks at all of them like what's going on And just <laughs> eating. it's, it's kind of like Jacqueline was like
5: oh great I, my job is to pretend to eat oh wait do I have to say something no okay <laughs> it was awesome I have a question what do you think they wanted from Julie like what do they need from her <laughs> yeah
1: uh, that's a good oh, that's qu- a good prediction that's a good question yeah. um, you're right blood and blood's the obvious choice yeah
3: too too, too easy <laughs> Um, I mean well you maybe know what maybe she has to drink some kind of potion or spell and transform and then have sex, and with, then have sex with him <laughs>
5: I was thinking that too
3: it could be though it could be as simple as her consent
1: because we know that there's a she doesn't want to right, right now um, uh, no,
3: I think it's more than that. It has to be more than that.
5: Yeah, that's that's lame. Because <laughs> they built
3: it up too much for it to just be consent. Right. Otherwise, they would just called her on the phone and been like, hey, Julia, we can do a correspondence. Well, no, but the idea of something willingly
1: given versus begrudgingly given in magic. Yeah. Um, I guess, if I you guess. think about like the first thing I think of is the is the Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter, mm-hmm. um, the spell that brings Voldemort back. Uh, spoiler alert for like. 15 years ago. doesn't uh, count. <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> um, it, the, the, the idea of the bone of the father unwillingly given, the flesh of the servant willingly given, the ah, blood right, of right. the enemy forcibly taken. Right. Um, uh. Those things make a big difference in magic spells. So I think that the, mm. the Juliet would have to give something. Wanting him to have his powers back would be a big step and would be very difficult for Juliet, who is struggling with this. Right. Because she has to mean it. That means she has to mean it.
5: Yeah. Yeah. All right. I guess. Okay. I was just hoping it was more along the sex line.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll get sexy times between characters. Don't you worry. We better. Uh, Well, that I think is going to do it for this week. Uh, This has been uh, the grim after show here at After Buzz TV. We were talking about the episode Dying on a Prayer.
5: Thank you to Bree. Opposed to Living on a Prayer.
1: Yes, thank you so much one more time to yeah. Brie turner for coming in yeah. i cannot so thank fun. her enough so it was fun. a blast uh you can follow her at, at as she said at real, real bree turner r e a l b r e e t u r n e r yeah, yeah. Yell Teagle. Where can people follow you? The
5: people can follow me at Yell.tv. That's yae .tv. There you'll find info about all the stuff I do here at AfterBuzz, including Constantine on Sundays, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Yeah, I like that show a lot. Oh. Um, and many other shows. Also, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Google Plus, at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I want you to tweet at me your dirty ships. Yeah, send those over. <laughs>
3: All right, well, uh, I'll take it from there. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Dylan Chance, or on Instagram, at Dylan.Chance, or right here on Wednesdays for Star Wars Rebels. And uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Wilson
1: T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N, and also here afterwards, a ton of shows, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Sleepy Hollow, Resurrection. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for
0: geeking out with us.